Every year in the NFL, it's a new team. As far as goals go, we have one. Putting a ring on our finger. Welcome to the Buccaneers Observer Podcast. This is Rob Phillips. I'm Molly Bay. Uh, today is December 31st, last day of the year, New Year's Eve, baby. Ralph made me do a podcast on New Year's Eve. Hey, you can't get no better than this. The only thing that would be better would be watching the game. Yeah, I wish there was football on. I know. Uh, no games last night, Thursday night. No games Saturday. It feels weird. Mm-hmm. Like I know, it. we've had a lot of free time this week. <laughs> I wouldn't say that, but... <laughs> It hasn't been filled up with football. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so we got a good show for you today. We're going to go over the All-22 from the Panthers game. We're going to talk about some news. And then we're going to go talk about the Jets game coming up. Fun, fun. Yes. All right. We're going to jump right into it. it. Do it. Do it. Not not much of a lead in at all, is there? Nope. We're just getting to it. It's all business today. You just want to start drinking. That's all it is. See, Ralph has already started. <laughs> hey, look. Uh, That's mm. funny. Well, I can't uh I can't hang, so I'm gonna put yeah, it off a little while later. Yeah. Okay. I don't want to be asleep by nine. So. You know, I haven't I don't I can't remember the last time we went out New Year's Eve to my friend's house. That was like a decade ago. Mm-hmm. Uh but I've never been big on going out for New Year's Eve. I think it's the contrarian nature in me. It's like if everybody's doing it, I don't want to do it. Yeah. But it's also, I don't like being out on roads. Yeah. You know? Too many people. Too many drunks. And it's really expensive to go out. Uh, they, they get you coming and going New Year's Eve. That's true. It's too much. That's true. So we all, we normally just stay at the house. and mm-hmm. <laughs> Molly usually goes to sleep before the ball drops. That's not true. <laughs> I do wake up for the ball drop. Yeah. <laughs> All right, week 16, all 22 review against the Carolina Panthers. Finally got that done. What did we see? Do you remember the game at all? No. I saw they were bad. Hmm. We looked awesome. We looked awesome. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say that, you know, I went into this game with some hesitation. I don't like the way we've been playing lately. Uh, You know, just... A little little blah. And then after the Panthers game, I was like, okay, I feel better. I feel better. You know, we, we put a stomping on them like we should have. Watching all 22, not real happy with it, man. Uh, no. Yeah, you know, they didn't play well. They're not a good team. Uh, you know, not, not a whole lot of getting around that, and that's not exactly new information to everybody. But uh, we pretty much played down to their level. Uh, you know, we didn't play with a lot of energy. And we had some players that did. Stewart, Mr. Irrelevant, 49, uh, 33 Whitehead, uh, 92 Goldston. Uh, you had uh, Rojo did good running. We'll talk about that in a second. Uh, you know, Vaughn, of course, he had that big run. And then Brady, you know, they play good. Other than that, everybody was kind of flat, you know. Mm. And I don't like to see it, and it's got me kind of a little worried about these last two games, you know, we had the the Carolina Panthers game and, you know, you you have a tendency to play to the level of your competition, you know, just about everybody does. 
and we're going to go into the playoffs playing three really crappy teams. There are two crappy teams three times. So, you know, we're going to be walking into the playoffs without having a challenge since the Saints who whooped us. You know, so I'm not real happy about that. That's fair, but um, I would argue that perhaps we are kind of resting people without resting them, resting the team without resting the team. Right, definitely. But at the same time, you know, that could backfire on you too. Sure. But we're gonna we're gonna have a lot of guys coming back in the playoffs that you know mm-hmm. will be rested. Yeah, you know, so. and our studs, <clears throat> there are studs, right? So I think that's kind of important. Yes, I think that could be a a game changer, give us an edge. Um, we are still fighting for the number two seed, so these last two weeks are important to us, even mm-hmm. if we don't necessarily have all of our studs. Yes. Yeah, it's just the level of play I'm seeing. You know, we're a really good football team. We've got a lot of great coaches. We've got a lot of great players, and I just don't think we're playing up to our abilities. You know, I would I would say in this game we brought our I don't know C plus B minus. Mm. You know, they're just really bad. Yeah, they were they were they're really bad. Well, I don't think we're gonna have to bring much better to beat the Jets. Right, in my opinion. So. With with this game, I can tell you definitively that Fournette is a much better running back than Rojo. I like Rojo. He he had some great runs, but his pass protection is almost nil. Mm-hmm. You know, and I talked about that with Fournette. You know, just he's great pass protection. I mean, he was just sacrificing his body in that Bills game, and Rojo was missing a lot of blocks. And almost getting Brady killed, and I could definitely see why they have Fournette as the starter just on that alone. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know Fournette's good in the run game. He's good in the pass protection game, and he's good in catching the ball. You know, the three well, areas, and that's how you gain a quarterback's trust. Yes. You know, it's by keeping him protected. Yes, yeah. Rojo did not do a good job at protecting in pass situations. Which I can see why, you know, he doesn't have the starting job over Fournette. It's just as simple as that. And that's huge with Arians. You know, Arians, to Arians, a running back is more of a blocker and a pass catcher than anything. And if you can't do those two things, you're just not going to be a starter for Bruce mm-hmm. Arians. And unless Rojo gets his pass protection up and his hands a little bit better for catching, he's never going to get the starting job back mm-hmm. unless Fournette goes somewhere else. And then – we might have Le'Veon Bell next year. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But, you know, with Rojo's missing, you know, and last year he had a huge problem with pass protection. Uh, you know, unless he gets better at that, he'll never be a starter on this team, except by necessity. We we didn't look, I don't know, good. Like I said, you know, we looked C plus, B minus out there. There was a play, second quarter, 248 where we had three tight ends out there and they all went out for a on routes. <clears throat> and I talked to last week about how we had that Keystone cop play where Gronk and uh, I think it was Johnson ran into each other. And then the other two wide receivers on the other side of the field ended up running into each other. This was one of those plays. All great was lined out wide and Gronk and, 
OJ were lined up on the end and they all ran out and they all ran into each other. It, and Brady ended up throwing it at the pile. I don't know. There was, <laughs> there was literally six guys in, in this like pile of people and Brady just kind of threw it at that pile, hoping somebody would get it. Gronk didn't run into anybody. He was kind of on the outside of the pile, but uh, you know, it's just one of those things where you're like, Hey, this is week 17 guys. Or week 16. Like our timing is off. These guys don't have their timing right. Something. Sounds like. Yeah. I mean, it didn't happen a lot where we had screw-ups like that, but we shouldn't have any. Well, and we can't play like that in the playoffs. No. Right. Our sacks. I'm going to say this about the whole game in general. You know, we, we always talk about did we win it? Did we lose it? Did they win it? Did they lose it? Or did the refs, you know, cause the victory or loss um in this i'm gonna to have to say they lost it mm-hmm. they they played really bad really bad football uh our sacks let's see we got seven right yeah which we're now tied to first place yeah. with the vikings for a sack lead in the league with 44 that's crazy but almost all these sacks were their mistakes we didn't do much of anything to get these sacks. Uh, the first one, Whitehead came around on a blitz, totally untouched. You know, nobody blocked him at all. So he didn't do anything special. He just came around there. Uh, the second one, their their right guard and center miscommunicated on the stunt by Nelson, and he came in untouched. You know, they just got screwed up. They had a lot of miscommunications on their offensive line. There are, they've been rebuilding this offensive line, I think, for like five years and have still – not, I think, put together, even at the beginning of this season, it was just a hodgepodge of um, kind of low-level guys. And it's it's plagued them, kind of like Atlanta. It's plagued them for quite a while. Yeah. Well, I ain't mad about it. <laughs> uh, and I think their starting center is on IR, Matt Paradis. Yeah, so they had a, the backup guy in there. Uh, Tecklenburg or maybe it was Elfine I can't remember anyhow they had a lot of issues on their offensive line so you know almost all of our sacks were their mistakes Uh, the fourth let me see the fourth fourth sack uh, Darnold you know and I talked about this when they got Darnold at the beginning of the year after watching game film on him and I was like he's basically just another James Winston he gets Spooked real easy, tries to run out of the pocket and runs right into sacks. Mm-hmm. And that's what he did like three times. Uh, the second time, the, the fourth sack, was he ran right into Golston's grasp. You know, it's reminded me so much of Jameis Winston. Uh, and, and he just felt phantom pressure on that one. He wasn't getting any pressure, but he felt it. So he tried to run up through the pocket and ran right in arm's reach of Golston. Uh, again, fifth one, Darnold uh, scrambled after feeling pressure and got tackled outside the pocket. Yeah, uh, he should have thrown it, you know, instead of trying to outmaneuver people. Uh, the sixth one, again, it was their offensive line. They screwed up, missing uh, Golston coming around on a stunt. He came in untouched. There were three offensive linemen blocking nobody. Oh, no. Yeah. The, uh, I, I want to say it was the, the left guard and the right guard ran into each other. How's that even happen? And the the right the right left guard ended up blocking the right guard, and Golston just came in untouched, and the center was just kind of standing there. It was very very strange. 
Uh, so, you know, it, it was just it, the seven-stack game was not our defensive line doing anything. It was their offensive line screwing up. Now, of course, we capitalized on it, so you got to give them credit for that. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't like we were blowing them up and tossing them around and all that good stuff. As a matter of fact, our defensive line didn't, didn't really do much. You know, uh, Vita had a play here and there. Sue was almost invisible. Uh, Golston did all right. The Tryon and Gill didn't do anything. You know, just the only time anything happened was when their offensive line screwed up, which was quite often, apparently, seven times at least. Well, we took advantage of it. So there's that. Right. Now, does I want to look into and see if Antonio Brown has, I know he's got incentives in his contract. Yeah. I want to look and see what they are, if they're catches and yardage or something like that. Um, one of the Twitter journalists had that on there today. You want me to look it up? You don't remember? No, I didn't read the thread. Well, it, the it thread. was just, Brady was just throwing it to Brown. It didn't matter if anybody else was open or not. He was just <laughs> zinging it to Brown every chance he got. Uh, there was a couple times where there were open guys and he'd throw it to Brown anyhow. <laughs> I just felt like, yeah, he's just trying to get him some money. Yeah. I'm going to find it. Go ahead and keep talking. Uh, 72, Wells, he was out there quite a bit. I didn't get the snap count on him. I could look it up real quick, but, uh, you know, he played okay. He played a lot better than he normally has. He's he's getting better. I'm happy about that. Oh, good. But, he, you know, he did have one screw up that caused a, a tackle for a loss. As a matter of fact, when I wrote it down, it was in the third quarter. I was like, all right, Wells is playing pretty good. And he was out there quite a bit. We ran a lot of jumbo packages. But as soon as I wrote it down, the very next play, he gave up a block. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. Okay, I found the incentives. So mm-hmm. uh, he currently has 39 catches for 519 yards and four touchdowns. He gets... $333,333 bonuses for each of these incentives. Uh, 50 catches, uh, 70 catches, 600 yards, 800 yards, five touchdowns, and seven touchdowns. Okay, yeah, so they're trying to get him some money. Mm-hmm. Brady is trying to get him some money. Mm-hmm. We, you know, it's fine. I, I, I fully expect, we'll talk about this in the, the Jets preview coming up, I fully expect to see a crap load of passes to Evans if he plays Sunday, which I th- I'm pretty sure he will. I agree. Because they're going to get they're going to try to get him that hundred yards this game, yeah. so they don't have to play him next week. Yeah. Um, if Antonio Brown gets 11 catches for 81 yards and a touchdown, that would be an extra million dollars for <laughs> Antonio Brown. That, ex- that explains it. So that was Greg Allman that put that out there. Uh, yeah, he was he was looking at. Antonio Brown, just like the whole game, every snap. He was like, where's Antonio Brown? I'm just going to throw in the ball. Making up for lost time. Mm-hmm. That 23-yard pass to Gronk in the third quarter, I don't know if you remember it, but mm-hmm. he was kind of wide open. That was Stephen Gilmore, number nine. Remember? I mean, he was like – Stephon Gilmore. Stephon, yeah. Stephon. Like was, uh, SNL. The, yeah, Stephon. Stephon. <laughs> uh, he played for New England, right? And Yeah. He was Defensive Player of the Year or something like that. Yeah, and they were announcing that they were going to cut him mm-hmm. uh, in October of this year. And Bucks fans were like, oh, we're going to get him. And then the Panthers got Panthers him. Panthers went ahead and traded for him before they actually cut him. Hmm. That was stupid. Yeah. 
Uh, was it? Yeah. It, what they have him listed as like the third or fourth cornerback. It's very strange. Why would they do that? Well, he's out now. He's got a groin injury, so he he might go on IR. But he's definitely going to miss this game coming up. Uh, he was covering Gronk on that play, mm-hmm. and then just laid down. I mean, he didn't fall down. It wasn't a contact injury, anything like that. He just he just very softly went to the ground and kind of laid there, very relaxed, watching the play happen. He needed a nap. Yeah, that's what it seemed like. He just. But gave was up. that where he got injured? Yes. Okay. It, it, you, you couldn't even tell he was injured watching mm-hmm. it. I had to look it up and go, "Was that an injury or did he just quit?" Was, <laughs> I couldn't tell. It looked to me like he just quit. But that's why Gronk was wide open, and and the Panthers played like that this whole game. They were very low energy. Didn't there's some, there's some problems with their team. They're just ready for the season to be over. That's how, yeah. Like, it's a wash. Yeah. We've had those seasons. Right. But normally you have players that, you know, they got contracts coming up or whatever, and they're going to play hard out there. You didn't have none of that with the Panthers. Nobody, nobody seemed like they were playing hard. And we matched them. You know, we were matching them. We had a few guys that were playing hard, and that's what I think won us the game. Uh the refereeing was actually pretty good. I think we we had six uncalled penalties, and three of them were on the Bucks. So I'm perfectly fine with that. One of them was an intentional grounding on Brady. We were like on our six yard line, which we sucked in the red zone. I mean, we got in the red zone like five times and kicked field goals. Hmm. That was very strange. But uh, Brady, we were like on the five or six yard line, and uh, Kappa gave up a block. Guy came straight in. At least I think it was Kappa. Might have been Wells. Anyhow, guy comes straight in on Brady, and Brady just throws it right out the back of the end zone. Oh no! Yeah, it should have been intentional grounding. Oh, you can't do that. Safety. No, oh, he, no, was, no, no. he wasn't in there. Oh, zone. okay, okay. Yeah, he just threw the ball away, but it went yeah. out the back of the end zone. There was no no receiver anywhere close. But you know, I mean, he had a guy coming right at him, so he just threw it. That's intentional grounding. And you know me, I get so mad because refs mm-hmm. call them like 50-50. You never know. Yeah, they're very inconsistent. Yes. Uh, so, and you know, it's a, intentional grounding. There's two different types of intentional grounding. One, if you're inside the pocket. One, if you're outside the pocket. If you're inside the pocket, you have to throw it near a player, an eligible receiver. That's, that's just set in stone. Uh, but if you're outside the pocket, you just have to get it across the line, a scrimmage. Mm-hmm which that line goes all across the world, so you could throw it out of bounds as long as it goes across the line. So you got to pay attention to where he's at in the pocket or if he's outside the pocket, blah, blah, blah. But when you're in the pocket, you have to throw it near somebody. And he, he just chunked it right out the back of the end zone. There wasn't anybody in the – there wasn't nobody even in the end zone. Oh, no. He just threw it out of there. So that should have been a test run. Whose side are you on? I'm on our side. But I just thought I'd point that out. Okay. Now, they had, and again, this goes back to that they lost this game more than we wanted. They dropped a lot of freaking passes. You know, we had that game a couple weeks ago. I think Mm -hmm. it was against the Saints. Mm -hmm. They had 12 drop passes. That was a lot of passes. Well, I counted six drop passes with them. I didn't start counting until the middle of the third quarter. Oh, no. (laughs) That's how bad it was. They were dropping passes all over the place. Uh, 20, Amir Abdullah, he had three. Mm -hmm. Right? I can recall that. Yes. Was it Darnold, though? 
Is it Darnold's fault? No, he he wasn't that accurate, but no, it wasn't. A couple of them you could say, yeah, they have. But, you know, they got their hands on the ball. And they had a lot of drop passes. They suck. Uh, the our, our punter, Hoff, Hoffrichter, mm-hmm. Hoffrichter, he did pretty good. Not too bad. Uh, he His kickoffs were not the best. We had eight kickoffs because we scored a lot. And only five of them were touchbacks. So mm-hmm. three of them were returnable. Mm-hmm. That's one thing about Pinion is you know, we just don't get returnable. He kicks them out usually. Uh, McClendon had a decent day, but – Again, it was due mainly to the Panthers' O-line sucking. I'm glad that he was active. He's had a lot of games this season where he hasn't even been active. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we played our third and fourth stringers <laughs> in the fourth quarter. That was fun watching them out there. And I wanted to see them do more. The only one really did anything was Stewart. Mm-hmm. He was just you know running around like a maniac. <laughs> and Drawing attention to himself. 52. What's 52? Britt? KJ yeah, it's KJ Britt. Yeah, he did pretty good. So our two rookies. Yeah. So, you know, they did they did all right, but I didn't really see a lot from the other guys on defense and the backup guys that made it pop out. As a matter of fact, there was one that kind of slacked off quite a bit. I can't remember who it was. Oh, I was like, are you going to name names? Yeah, can't remember. Uh, we had five dropped passes. Hmm. Yeah. Not that bad, though. That's that's on the high end of medium. Uh, I counted, we blitzed 21 times. We blitzed a lot in this game. Yeah, that is a lot. Yeah, a lot. Well, seven sacks. So, mm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) mm-hmm. Yeah, that might have contributed a lot to their O-line sucking. They just (laughs) didn't know who to block. We had so much movement up front. It was like, ah. Yeah. But, again, it goes to... You know, they they just they're just not a good team. They weren't expecting or can't handle complex defenses yet or something. I don't know. Uh, let me see. So sum it up. That's pretty much it. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, it looked like the Panthers are not really good. They're not really trying too hard. You know, they know their season's over. Uh, I don't think it, it, to me it looks like nobody wants to play for that team. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, we matched them in energy, and uh, honestly, we just you know, we just didn't look so great. We definitely not playing up to our potential. You know, it's like Vita; he aggravates the mess out of me. I ain't gonna lie, aggravates the mess out of me. The guy has got so much power and potential, and I feel like he leaves it out there on the field. He or he doesn't leave it out there on the field. He just you know, maybe he's waiting for the playoffs. I don't know. It's like him and Sue have just been very quiet this year. That's how I feel. They're all waiting for the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, let's see. They dropped a lot of passes. Their line sucked. Their quarterback sucked. I mean, just Darnold. He's well. just a horrible quarterback. <laughs> yeah, we, we know Newton sucks, but Darnold's just—he's too skittish. Yeah, too quick to run outside the pocket. That's one thing I got to say about Brady. I don't care if you like Brady or if you hate Brady or if you can't think he can't throw the deep ball or whatever. It doesn't matter. What he does is so great. Is he just gets rid of the ball? It's like Drew Brees used. To. That's what made Drew Brees so good. Was you just couldn't sack the dude. Mm-hmm. You know, he sees pressure coming or feels it coming. Boom, the ball's gone. You know, and he's very pinpoint accurate. So if he decides to throw it to somebody, it's going to hit him in the hands or the face or the stomach. <laughs> it's most likely not going to be a bad pass. 
he's just deciding which which receiver he's going to throw it to that's going to have the most chance for yards at the catch. I think. But if you if you're pressuring him, he's going to just going to pick the one that's closest or that he's already figured out. Boom, it's going to be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you get these quarterbacks now that you know they're they're fifty fifty. It's you know, do I want to pass it or do I want to run it? If you're going to pressure me, if I feel pressure, I'm just going to run. I'm just going to go outside the pocket and make something happen. Blah blah blah. And you know, most of the time, it doesn't work out good. Mm-mm. So anyhow, that's it. Whitehead he balled out. He was all over the field, man. I mean, he he was just doing all kinds of stuff. Uh, he was batting passes. He was tackling. He was blocking guys. He blocked – or not blocked. He came in to set the outside edge on a running play, and a guy uh, – one of the linemen, I can't remember who it was, he pulled, and he had a full head of steam coming, and him and Whitehead collided, mm-hmm. and – Whitehead got the better of that. Yeah, Whitehead tucked his shoulder right into that guy's stomach and took him down, man. And uh, stopped the runner. Runner had to cut back inside because there was a big pile of offensive linemen laying there in front <laughs> of him. Uh, he took Whitehead down too, but yeah, you know, Whitehead, the guy was twice as big as Whitehead. Yeah, mm-hmm. but he's just a missile. Yeah. Well, who was it? And we got to get that clip. Somebody was talking about that and said the offensive lineman came up to Whitehead last year and was like congratulating him and saying, man, you are the hardest hitting guy I've ever known. That was on a mic'd up. Yeah, it was a mic'd up. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, wasn't I think that was Devin White. No, no, it was Devin. definitely Whitehead. I remember it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, look at um the Panthers game. Yeah, I think it was Christian McCaffrey. No. No, it was an offensive lineman. Did we play lineman. the Vikings? It was an offensive lineman. Was it the Vikings? Try the Vikings. Anyhow, Whitehead's a very hard hitter, and he was on mic'd up this Ooh. week. Oh, he was? Yes. Maybe that's why he was playing the way he That's was. what everybody said, too. <laughs> or somebody said it to him on the sideline. I said, we need to mic you up every week. <laughs> You're balling out. Oh, I love it. Yeah. So, you know, we didn't play bad. We just, we just played blah and... We matched their energy, and they had none, you know. But but we did have a few players, you know, like Stewart Whitehead. Stewart made like four tackles on special teams. Wow! Yeah, he tackled one guy with his back one time. He he was he was getting blocked, and he spun out of the block and like pushed off with his leg and hit the guy going hmm. backwards. It was pretty neat. <laughs> and then he had a shoestring tackle one that was really good. I like him. He's just he's just fun. Yeah. You can just tell he just loves football. He just wants to run around out there. I hope he'll amount to something. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to have him for a few years if yeah. he don't screw okay. up. Right. He might move up, you know, make it into the Yeah, that's a, and that'll really be the a tell when he gets to be a starter or even like second string. Mm-hmm. You know, can he cut it in the NFL? Yeah, he's got to work on his conditioning. We know that. Mm-hmm. Uh and just kind of calm himself down a little bit while he's <laughs> out there. But I mean, he's it's working for him now. Yeah. yeah. So that's about it. wasn't Wasn't real happy with the game film. I'm gonna lie with you. Um, you know, we 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 play these guys all the time. The Panthers, you know, twice a year, 
And there was very little pushing and shoving going on. There was very little crap talking. As a matter of fact, there was one play. It was a, it was a field goal kick. Domin Smith, which you never see this from him, he was out there on special teams blocking. They kicked a field goal. And Domin Smith, like, stands up and he runs around the line and he goes at number seven, who was kind of standing in the back in the end zone, and, uh, like, runs up to him like he's going to hit him, you know? And then you could see him, like, laughing and everything. And then he's, like, patting all the Panthers guys on the helmet and stuff as he was walking. I was like, what is going on here? <laughs> That's not Maybe right. Maybe they pity them because they're just not even competition. Yeah. That Yeah, you kind of feel that way. Well, it might be a little bit of empathy because, again, we've been here so many times before. And a lot of yeah. these guys on our team have been yeah. there. So. Yeah, yeah. We we had such a huge insurmountable lead on them. Yeah. You know, from like the third quarter on. No point in being a jerk about it. <laughs> <laughs> You're crazy. So uh yeah, not trying to be a downer with this. You know, but yeah, I just this team is awesome and we're just not playing awesome. It's driving me crazy. You want to see more? I do. I do. You're getting greedy, Ralph. And you know, wait hope, for the playoffs. Yeah, that's what I'm. Wait that's what I'm taking until they knock our socks off, or that's it. There's no <laughs> alternative. <laughs> well, you know, Gronk hasn't been playing good. Yeah. You know, uh, I mean, he had, he dropped that pass in the end zone. It was just like what, you know. And then last week he had that pass hit him in the stomach for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. I was like what, uh, you know, and. You know, Evans hurt, Godwin's out, none of the, you know, Johnson's not doing much, Scotty Miller's doing nothing, mm-hmm. uh, Darden's doing nothing. Cyril Grayson showed up. Yeah, he had that one catch. Uh, did you see that video I sent you from him? No. He has taken a page out of Tom Brady and the Gravedigger's playbook because... He has put together a little video on social media of his, like, doinks, and then also has a compilation of tweets where people are like, don't put Grayson out there. Yeah, and one of them is the Pewtercast, where the (laughs) Pewtercast said um, Cyril Grayson's first and last reception of of his NFL career or something like that. Talking about this week? No, oh, from last from year. Last so year. he's been saving all these comments about himself and then put together this little highlight reel hmm. and then showed all the tweets of his haters. There you go. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. I'd like to see him do more on the field. Come on, and, he had a good week last week. And, and you know, they were talking about his blocking. He's 15, right? I don't know. I I looked for it. Didn't really see it. Mm. We we didn't use the wide receivers blocking in this game as much as when we normally do. We we had a lot of you know jumbo packages out there. We we let the tight ends and extra mm. linemen yeah. do it for us. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, got to do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. So that is that, and I think next year I don't I don't know if Matt Rule will be back. He probably will, but. I think the Panthers are going to be a totally different team. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think anybody on that team really feels like they've got a secure job, and they don't really act like they care 
you know. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just that one game. We'll see week 18. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll no kidding. Play them again. I'm not looking forward to that, to be honest with you. I'm just like, I don't want to play the soft team again going into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Give us either false self-confidence or it makes us soft or whatever. You know, I'm all for setting our starters now. <laughs> I'd rather I'm not play than get out there and play a bunch of marshmallows. <laughs> oh man. Um. Okay, you want to go over some news? Yeah. What do you got? Okay. Let me pull it. Uh, BA got the Rona. Yeah, you know, and I'm going to touch on that. But you say one bit of news, and I've got a whole tirade to go on uh, since we're talking about it. I listened to the idiot from the Tampa Bay Times and also the Joe Buck's podcast last night. And both of them were whining and complaining, which is really cut, shocked me coming from the Joe Bucks fan, guys. But they were whining and complaining about Antonio Brown. The way he acted on the podium. They, they, now, they weren't mad about the way he acted as much as it was that he didn't apologize. Yeah, they wanted him. They wanted to have a struggle session. Exactly. That's what I was like. They wanted him to grovel. Yes. And he did not. And yes, so it, they doubled down. Tampa Bay Times, um, I think it was uh, Romano. Or, uh, yeah, I can't remember his first name. Uh, but he wrote a hit piece after that press conference about how Antonio Brown is just a POS. Oh, screw him. You know, yeah. well, screw, screw all those people at the Tampa Bay Times. They're just, mm-hmm. you know, they're just, they're just out to destroy anything they can destroy. Uh, and, and especially the Buccaneers. They would, they would, they would gleefully burn that whole place down if they could. Mm-hmm. They are not our friends, guys. Mm-mm. Not our friends, and and they don't contribute anything. I mean, they they don't add anything to your life. You can you can listen to us or any of the other fan podcasts and get more information by far than what they do because all they do is they gather, they read stats that somebody else has gathered. You know, I don't even know if they watch the game. You know, I'm I'm telling you, I don't think they do. Mm-hmm. I think they just pass notes around and look at stats. And then whenever they get a, a snitch, call them up and say, hey, I got some dirt for you. Anyhow, so they're upset because Antonio Brown didn't get up there and grovel and apologize. And it you, you said it perfectly. It's a struggle session for the old communist red China crap. You know, you got to get up there and be publicly humiliated mm-hmm. and apologize for your misdeeds. And that's that's what they want. Mm-hmm. And it's too much, I don't know, ego you know, mm-hmm. for these guys to expect that crap from people, you know, I mean, it's just like, who, who, who is that you? morally righteous? Yeah. yeah I, I don't mean, have to answer to you. I would never expect an apology from anybody mm-hmm. for anything. I don't expect oh, really? apologies from people. That, what? What? Okay. <laughs> Taking notes. <laughs> no, yeah, I, will, <laughs> I will make you apologize, <laughs> but I don't expect it. Uh, you know, and, but here's Rick Stroud's thing. You know, he, he cried and whined about Antonio Brown and all of his moral righteousness talking about 
he could have killed somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's literally what he said. Mm-hmm. He put people's lives in danger. Mm-hmm. And he would always bring up Tom Moore and Bruce Arians. And this is what he would say. Bruce Arians is a three-time cancer survivor, you know, and in not good health. He needs to be protected, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Guess what, Rick Stroud? Bruce Arians has got the Rona. Who gave it to him? Did he not wear a mask? Or was he not protecting himself? Mm-hmm. He's vaccinated. But guess what? He's not even sick. Mm-hmm. So you can take your pompous, morally righteous butt and sit on his top. I, I just, you know, Rick Stroud should be apologizing. Mm-hmm. He's been saying, guys, you know, I really thought that if, uh, in, if uh, Bruce Arians got it, He'd probably die because that's what he was saying. He was saying Antonio Brown was Mm -hmm. putting people in lives in danger. Mm -hmm. And he specifically mentioned Bruce Arians because he's a three-time cancer survivor. Mm -hmm. It was misinformation. He's spreading misinformation. So now, now that Bruce Arians has got it, and I don't even know if he's got the sniffles. He said mild I think they said, yeah, like mild. Yeah, that was Bruce Arians' own release he put out mild symptoms and godwin talked to him today and he was like he's fine good one good one yeah mm-hmm. so you know just yeah they're saying he might come back sunday yeah he could come back sunday if right. he clear i guess if he has negative i don't know or he's like without i don't know what the new rules are without a fever for right. 24 hours yeah i don't know what the rule new rule they've changed everything <laughs> I know. so it's just it just strikes me as so funny that you know rick Stroud couch fainted about mm-hmm. this stuff for how many weeks now? And then Bruce Arians goes and gets it. And he probably got it from a vaccinated person anyhow. Mm-hmm. Uh, so <laughs> he's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, Tom Moore probably get it. He's probably already got it. He's probably already had it. He's fine. You know? Well, I think it started with Kevin Garber, the wide receivers coach. And then, you know, Mike Evans has it, uh, th- two of the cornerbacks, um, Jamel Dean and SMB, they're on the Rona list now. Hmm. That was earlier this week. And so I think it's just amidst that whole outbreak. Yes. Yep. I just, it just aggravates the heck out of me. I know. None of this stuff makes any sense, but I'll be damned if these morally righteous POSs don't want to use it as a weapon to attack anybody they can with, Mm -hmm. man. Mm-hmm. You so, are you know, correct. instead of Rick Stroud going, you know, you know, guys, I need to really rethink, you know, how much of a jerk I've been about all this stuff. No, he's he's doubling down. Yeah. Yeah, stupid stuff. I know. Oh, uh, we also placed Bradley Pinion on the COVID list. So that other guy that we had. I guess he's going to play Sunday. I guess he's going to play Sunday. Yeah. And Mike Evans has been activated from the COVID list. So he is back. Yeah. And, all right, let's see other news. Um, The Pro Bowl, we've got three offensive linemen made the Pro Bowl. mm -hmm. You had Alex Kappa, Tristan Wirfs. No, not Kappa. I mean, not, yeah, not Kappa. (laughs) Uh, Ali Marpet, Mm -hmm. Tristan Wirfs, and Ryan Jensen. Which Ryan Jensen kind of surprises me, but I mean, he's great. I love Ryan Jensen. Yeah. 
But the, the fact that Donovan Smith didn't make it is really, it really blows my mind. The guy has had a banner year this year, best year of his career by far. He had a great year last year. You know, and me and you were his biggest critics mm-hmm. for many years. I and was always on his side. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was always on Team Donovan. Well, he has lived up to the standards that we set mm-hmm. and gone beyond, I think. You know, that game against the Colts, that was the best game he's had all year. It was an excellent, excellent game. Uh, he played well last week. You know, I mean, he's just he's just done great because with Tom Brady, I tell you, Tom Brady, he can sense everybody around him. But that left tackle position, if that guy gets beat quick, Tom Brady can't feel that. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you can't see it out of the back of his helmet. And Donovan has done a great job just keeping him safe over there. And it's just a shame that he doesn't get, you know, he didn't get the Pro Bowl nod. I know. You know? It's just like, why? I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know too many left tackles in the league that are better than him. No. Who did I think he's it? not a name. You know, he's not a big name. Yeah. And plus, we ragged on him for so long. I think everybody. Yeah. Everybody ragged on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For, but especially Bucks fans. Yeah. So we got not only that, we've got the finalists have come out for the Pro Football Hall of Fame class of 2022. Yes. And guess who's on there? Rondé. Rondé. Finally. Rande de Baba. Has he made finalists before? Yeah, he made finalists last year. Oh, dang it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, there's not a lot of competition on here for him. I mean, there's Jared Alley, Allen, uh, Willie Anderson, Rondé Barber, Tony Baselli, Leroy Butler, Devin Hester, Tori Holt, Andre Johnson, Sam Mills, Richard Seymour, Zach Thomas, Demarcus Ware, Reggie Wayne, Patrick Willis, and Bryant Young. Now, these are all guys that I've watched, you know. I knew like half a, of them. Maybe. And a lot of them. Yeah, you've watched. So you can tell we're getting old. Uh, but, you know, there's not a whole plethora of secondary guys on there. You know, last yeah. year there was quite a few. And everybody was like, yeah, Ronnie probably won't make it. But this year he's got a pretty decent shot. And I mean, do they take somebody from every position? Are they trying no. to be representative or? No. No. But if there's somebody in your position that's definitely going to get it. That makes sense. Oh, uh, they're not going to take two. Yeah, they're not okay. going to take two cornerbacks unless you're both uh, Daryl Rivas and yeah, who, who's the shutdown corner? <laughs> I'm thinking of that's on the TV all the time. Anyhow, oh, Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders. Yeah. How when did I think you of, forget Deion uh, Sanders? I'm gonna I'm gonna blame it on the gangling. <laughs> <laughs> So real happy about that, but uh, you know I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't make it this year. He'll, he'll probably make it. He'll make it eventually. I hope so. I do too. Really do. And I wonder how many Hall of Famers are going to make it from our team now. You know, this was the 2002 Super Bowl team. We've got what three and three Hall of Famers have made it already. So, you know, how many from this this team? Yeah. Yeah. I would say Levante, Mike Evans, Tom Brady, definitely. Uh, boo, 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 boo. Sue. I put Sue in there. Vita, Vita's still got, you know, he's kind of. Yeah, he's young. He's got to he show can. up, man. Yeah. You know. Uh, You're the only one who thinks that. You are so hard on him. Now. That <laughs> now that everybody else is like, Vita's awesome. I know, you're like, eh, he's not that great. Yeah, no, no, he's he's really good. Yeah. He's just not. I said he was going to be the next Warren Sapp. 
better than Warren Sapp, and I don't think he's got there. He'll get there. Well, this is year three, right? Yeah. But he's been hurt every year. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I don't like about the Hall of Fame is, and again, this seems to be the situation with all these awards and all that. This is all voted on by the journalists, man. You know? Mm-mm. They're the ones in charge of all this. They're, they're the, the, what do they call them? The committee? Mm-hmm. Committee members? It's like 50 of them. They're all reporters. I didn't know that. I thought it was kind of mixed. Uh-uh. I mean, there might be some non-reporters in there, but I didn't see any. Hmm. I went through the whole list. I was like, what is this? <laughs> Did you stalk every single one of them? <laughs> you got like a database. <laughs> That's hey. Ralph. Yeah. Um, okay. Levante David was named a finalist for the Art Rooney Sportsmanship Award, which he's been nominated for that before. So he's a finalist. Who picks that? Journalists? Probably. Probably. <laughs> and then give those people too much attention yeah. and power, man. I mean, they, they shouldn't have the power to decide who goes in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Can you see the utility, though, in smooching these people? Right. That's, a, that's what I'm saying. It's kind of a, uh, yeah. a, what do you call that? It seems to me like the conflict of interest. You know, you got these guys who are supposed to be reporting on these other dude on these guys, you know, and but yet those guys are also in charge of the accolades and awards you get. You know, so oh, you yeah. got to be nice to them and stuff. I mean, clearly they have <laughs> huge influence. If you look at, I mean, yeah. the Rick Stroud and Antonio Brown situation, you've got the issue uh, Adam Schefter with Aaron Rodgers at Green Bay mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. off season on draft day. You know, I mean, there's a huge ecosystem that isn't necessarily, I think, healthy or impartial. Yeah, for good sure. point. Good point. Mike Evans was named the Week 16 NFL PA Community MVP. Um, he had donated $30,000 to support Tampa Bay kids in Tampa, kids in need while also providing four-year college scholarships for six local high school students. Sweet. That was nice. Good job, Mike. Good job, Mike. And I think uh, Golston got that a couple weeks ago. Yes. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, Jaguars head coaching candidate. Did we talk about this already? How uh, day one of their interview request window Included Todd Bowles and Byron Lefwich. Mm, yeah, we did talk about that. Okay. Hands off our coaches. I know, right? And uh, Byron Leftwich, they asked him about it, and he was like, I don't care. He said, I find it disrespectful. About what? To do that during the season. He's like, I'm not going to think about it. Oh, really? Yeah, he's like, I got a game Dang. coming up. He said, it's disrespectful to my, my teammates. And it's disrespectful. Yeah. I was Dang, like, damn, you Byron. go, man. All right, man. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Uh, then again, he might have been talking crap, and he's all on the (laughs) phone in the back room. I know. Yeah, what the head coach job? I know. He's trying to make sure. Does he? Would you do it? I wouldn't do it. No. Who would give up the chance of coaching Tom Brady? Yeah. You know, and learning all you can from there. Bruce Arians. I mean, this is the perfect coaching crew to learn crap from. Yeah, and I think it just. You know, I mean. And you're going to Jacksonville. Who wants to go to Jacksonville? Coach that crap to you. Yeah, that's what I said the other day. It's just. 
No, no, thank you. Mm-mm. How many people? Who wants to, you know, be throwing that hand grenade? Right. Nobody. Yeah, you got Nobody. two years, maybe. Mm-hmm. You know, to turn that whole thing around. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't do it. No. Don't do it, Byron. No. Todd Bowles. You know, he ain't gonna do it. I don't know. I don't know. Does he even want to coach again? You know, be a head coach. I, yeah, I don't know. I would I don't know. if I was any of these guys. I would. I'd stay here as long as I could. I'd ride this donkey. Me too. I'd ride it hard and put it up wet, man. There's, there's no sense in jumping off this merry-go-round. It's still going. Yeah, I agree. I concur, sir. Um, we brought back Elijah Ponder, the outside linebacker, hmm. under our practice squad. With um, you know, shot going on IR, mm-hmm. brought him back. Okay, that's all the news that I have. That's oh, it? okay. The uh, we can get the number two seed. All we need is the Rams to lose one time, and then the Bucks would win in a tiebreaker. With the Cowboys, so we would get the number two. So it's a tiebreaker with the Cowboys. Yeah, that's if we both win out, or we have to win out. Anyhow, if we tie up with the yeah, Cowboys, I think the Cowboys could lose too, and we'd get that number two. But we just need the Rams to lose, so we can't tie with the Rams, right? Right, because they got so we need the Rams to lose, have a worse record than us. Mm-hmm. Cowboys, we don't care as long as they don't have a better record than us. Correct. Then we shall get the two spot. Now, you know, the Green Bay could still lose the last two games. Yeah. I think they play in Detroit, right? Yep. And uh, Miami. The Vikings? No. Maybe? Vikings, that's right. Now, Vikings, you know, they're not pushovers. And, yeah, Vikings are still, I think, fighting for a playoff spot. I think mm-hmm. they might kind of be out of it. but. Uh, and Detroit, you never know what's going on with them. Yeah. Man. Sometimes they're beating people up. And sometimes they're giving up 400 points. You I never know, know. Like, look what they did to the Cardinals. So... And Detroit, they just hate Green Bay. So. I know. Everybody in the division hates Green Bay. It's been 30 years they've been good now. <laughs> I remember growing up, when I was growing up, Green Bay was the joke. Green Bay and Tampa, they were the joke. Green Bay was just horrible, horrible. And then they got Brett Favre. Mm-hmm. And they've had they've been good ever since. Mm-mm-mm. It's been 30 years almost. How do you go from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers? Cheating. <laughs> you got the luck of the gods on your side. Oh, yeah, man. something. Somebody likes the you. NFL up there. commissioner. Yeah. Somebody. All right. So, speaking of the Jets. Okay. I don't really want to talk about them. <laughs> Alex Kemp is the ref crew for okay. week 17 against the Jets. It was also the ref crew for week 17 against Atlanta last year. Okay. That we have. Pretty good ref crew. Probably one of the better ones. And they stayed intact. Uh, no, they've got a, a few changes. I wouldn't say horrible mm-hmm. changes, but there was, there was a lot of ref crew change. Well, you know, a lot of guys retired. Mm-hmm. So th- they did a lot of shuffling around. Let me see here. We got, uh, we've got, oh my goodness. Yeah, he's got <laughs> Uh, one, two, three, uh, three, four, five. Yeah, 
The whole crew knew. Oh, okay. Yeah. But the head ref is okay. Yeah. Okay. He so runs a tight okay. ship. Yeah. And this is a one o'clock game? Yes. So that's pretty good. You know, the crew last week was pretty good. Mm-hmm. They, uh, they, but then again, both teams didn't, there wasn't a whole lot of penalties either. You know, they called six. Mm-hmm. What? No way. We had. I think we had six, right? We three? I think we had six. They had six. Or okay. Something like that. Yeah, it I wasn't too bad. So it wasn't too bad. And then they missed six. And none of them were really that big. So uh, I think between the two teams, not really trying that hard. And the referees reffing okay. It all came out in the wash. Yeah. I watched the Jets play Jacksonville. <laughs> she, she was laughing from the time they kicked off. I was in here working, and she's in there watching TV and folding clothes, weren't you? <clears throat> yeah, and, I was doing uh, laundry. You were just cracking up, and the whole, like every f- three, four minutes, I kept her hear- hearing, "Oh my god, <laughs> oh my god." <laughs> it was like an old Bucks game. Like I just was having flashbacks, and uh, but it was just like so much unlucky, really bad football was happening in that whole game. Like it was. Um, so Jacksonville scored a touchdown and got up on the Jets. And then immediately after, the Jets uh, had a kickoff return for a touchdown. So then they took the lead. And then another time, the Jacksonville, their running back fumbled the ball right before the end zone. But it went into the end zone and offensive lineman fell on it. So the lineman got the touchdown. They got a t- It was just... Just stuff like that the whole game. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, this is what um, Zach Wilson, the Jets quarterback, had like a 50-yard running touchdown. Which, and he was not touched until like the 15-yard line. It was so awful. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, you people. Like, this is going to be a rest day for us, basically. You think so? Yeah. Like, we can play like we did against Carolina. And still win this one. Well, the good thing about it from the games I've watched with the Jets is they seem to play with a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they're not just kind of phoning it in, even though they've only won, what, three games this I year? I think they're 4-11 and 11 now. Okay, four games. Uh, you know, they're still out there playing. <clears throat> you know, they're flying all over the field. Their defense is. What the hell their offense does, too. I mean, they're a fast team. Uh, tackling, physical, not so much. <laughs> you know? I wouldn't say they're they're up there when it comes to getting you on the ground or being tough. And, you know, we're, we're kind of a tough team. So that'll be good for us. Uh, their receiving core is absolutely garbage. They drop passes all over the place. The, the quarterback, he loves to run. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's outside that pocket. At the, oh, my God. We're going to just – Destroy him. Yeah. Like he needs to be careful. Don't do that. Just don't. <laughs> well, young. we don't. We do, we're not going to have Shaq Barrett and all those guys. I know we're going to get all the young bucks who have still have some energy. Right. I understand they might not have played with that last week, but right. Uh, yeah, we'll see if Tryon and Cam Gill. They got that speed, man. Both of them are very fast. Mm-hmm. So we'll see if they'll be able to contain and. Hunt down 
That's going to be their jobs this week. Because that, that guy, does, what's his name, Wilson, he yeah. loves he loves to run out of the pocket, man. He's bootlegging every chance he gets. He's – Yeah. You quarterbacks. Yeah. And, and yeah, he's quick to run. If you see, if he sees an opening, he's gone. Pew. <laughs> yeah, that's what he did with that touchdown. And, like, there was nobody there. Like, there was a huge opening. Mm-hmm. Huge. Huge. All right. Uh, you want me to run through the injury report? Uh, their defense does a lot of blitzing. Oh. Yeah, they're very. Should be fun for the yeah. offensive line. <laughs> yeah. And, well, more so for our running backs. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Which, it's like a bode well. Hope Fournette's back. No, wait, he's, is he on IR? He's on IR. He's not coming back. I can't keep You're track. You're not getting him back, Ralph. Now, up until the playoffs. Yeah. All of our guys are on our playoffs except for Godwin. He's out mm-hmm. for the rest of the year. Correct. Ah, that hurts. <sighs> I agree. Yeah. But in this game, I, I'm expecting it's going to be the Antonio Brown, Mike Evans show. Well, he's hurt. Antonio Brown, they're yeah. saying, oh, it's game time. Yeah, I think he'll be fine. Yeah, they'll be fine. He's got to get that million dollars. I know. What, he's got 30-some passes. He needs 50. Receptions? Yeah. I think he had 39. So he, needs, he needs 11. Mm-hmm. And Mike Evans needs 109, 109 yards mm-hmm. to break 1,000. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is this will be the eighth year. Um, Mike Evans is trying to get the eighth no year. No one's ever done it. Yeah, he set the record last year. He's got to do it this game because if he doesn't do it by this game, they're all going to say, oh, well, he had the benefit of the extra game. In the season. Oh, good point. You know. Yeah. So he needs to do it. Don't want an asterisk beside that. Yeah. Yeah. And plus you don't, you want to do it in this game so that you don't have to do it next week. Mm -hmm. You know, or at least get a big chunk of it done this game. Yeah. Yeah. So you only need like one or two catches. Agree. Yeah. Uh, That quarterback, Wilson, he's not accurate. And he's definitely a gunslinger, but he's... It's not a very accurate gun. Is he just Sam Darnold, like 2.0? Yes, and not as fast. I mean, not mm-hmm. as – not. he's faster than Sam Darnold. Okay, so he's a little speedier. Yeah. But they speedier. just went for the same model. Yeah, he's like – Just the, the the new – same make, yeah, new he, model. He's a knockoff Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Which is that – that's the thing now. It's yeah. easy. The right tackle, 78, Morgan Moses, he's not so good, so uh-huh. – we should have fun with him. That'll be try on side. <laughs> Cam Gill try on the book in. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, uh Shaq Bear and ba- JPP are the only ones ruled out at this point hmm. on the injury report. And then uh Richard Sherman is doubtful with that Achilles. I only saw him in for a couple of plays last week. But he got that interception, right? Was that that was, game? No. That was the week before. Yeah. They run together. No, so three weeks ago. It's a Bills game, wasn't it? Can't remember. Yes. Oh, it yeah, definitely yeah, wasn't was the last the Bills game. game. Definitely wasn't the last game. No. You're correct. <laughs> Why do we even have a podcast? I don't know. We didn't know anything about our own I team. didn't even want to do this. Like, you made me. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted to wait till tomorrow. I know. I like, no. Quitter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so give us the uh, injury report. Okay, I told you about Shaq Barrett, JPP, Richard Sherman, Antonio Brown, questionable with that ankle. Mike Evans with the hamstring, 
Uh, he was not on the injury report Wednesday and Thursday, but just popped up on Friday and was limited. So he is questionable. Justin Watson, we activated off of the pup list. So he came back and uh, sustained a quad injury <laughs> on Friday. And so he was limited and is questionable. Wow. Winfield didn't participate Wednesday, which was the, the walkthrough, and then was limited Thursday and Friday. So he's questionable. And then Tom Brady, he got a day off on Thursday, but was a full participant Friday. Mike Edwards has an elbow injury, apparently, but was a full participant all week. Gronk got Friday off. Perriman came back and then uh, Wednesday he was limited, but that apparently is a rest rest day. And Grant Stewart has an elbow injury. He was full participant all week. And then Sue got a day off on Friday. And the injury report notes that BA coach Kevin Garber and running backs coach Todd McNair, which I didn't know about him, uh, are unavailable for Sunday's game due to COVID-19 protocols. Um, I didn't know Todd McNair was on the list as well, but apparently he is. But B.A. could potentially come back, so we shall see. On the Jets' side, they only have four players on there. Uh, Jameson Crowder has a calf injury, and he is doubtful. Linebacker C.J. Mosley got a rest day on Thursday. And then defensive lineman Sheldon Rankins, which wasn't he from New Orleans? Uh, he had a knee injury, was did not participate Wednesday, was limited Thursday, and then a full participant Friday. And then safety Elijah Riley has a concussion, but was a full participant all week. So the hmm. only person with an injury designation for the game is Jamison Crowder. Which is like their only threat at wide receiver, right? Oh, <laughs> yeah, I think so. He's not much of one. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. So what do you got? Who do you think is going to win this? Oh, gee, I don't know. This one's a tough one. Just kidding. Uh, definitely the Bucks for sure. Give me your score prediction. And I will have you know. What's our record? 11 and 4. I've only been wrong four times this season. <laughs> me too. <laughs> um, okay. I What did we score last week? 32 30, points. 32 to 6. Yes. Yeah, we haven't allowed a put- touchdown in two games. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, I like that. All right. You know what? I'm going to say we're not going to allow another one. Okay. I'm going to go with 33-9. to 33-9. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, you know, I was going to say something similar, but now i got to readjust my crap. I don't know. Like, when that happened to me, I just upped it by two points and then I called it a day. I'm going to go, <laughs> I'm going to say, oh, man, 38. I like it. 11. Okay, cool. I think I think they're going to get some lucky shots on us. Maybe like lucky runs. garbage time touchdown. Yeah, yeah, so crap like that. With yeah. a two-point conversion. Something. I don't know how they'll get yeah. 11 points, but. Yeah, that was another one in the Jags game. Like, 
they missed an extra point like immediately. And you're just like, oh my God, you people are so bad. <laughs> you were so funny. You're just constantly, like, oh my God. And then just crackling up. <laughs> it's just so nice to not have to watch football like that anymore. <laughs> yeah, see, we're spoiled. Yeah. yeah. And like it's happening to someone else. So it's not as depressing <laughs> for me. All right, guys, that's going to wrap it up for us. We got a New Year's Eve to continue doing here get a little drink on watch the ball drop hope everybody out there has a great new year's eve safe one for sure and uh, let's start the new year right man 2022 coming up it's gonna be a beautiful year back-to-back super bowls that's how we're gonna start it that's right all right guys till next time go bucks